I happen to disagree with her about Donald Trump. I think his remarks are divisive, stupid and wrong. And I think if he came to visit our country, I think he'd unite us all against him. The Right Honourable Gentleman's foreign policy is to object to and insult the democratically elected head of state of our most important ally. Brexit means Brexit. We're going to build the wall. It's going to be built. Our press secretary gave alternative facts. Welcome to episode 39 of the Bristle Digest, the weekly podcast that photoshops new pictures of Jeremy Corbyn Ooh. and emails them to Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, <laughs> it's been we've doing it for years, mate. Uh, today oh. is the 20th of March, 2017. My name is Robson, and I'm joined as ever by my good friend Paul Moss. How's it going, Paul? Hello. Yeah, it's going all right, mate. Yeah, literally maybe 0.5 of a complaint my end. Tops. 0.5. Excellent. Tops. Half a complaint, um, maybe. Mate, before we before we kick off, a couple of a uh, couple of shout outs. Do it. Um, one to our good friend Anti McGee. What's going oh, on, Anti McGee? Big shout, McGee. Big shout out, McGee. Uh, and also to MLB uh, of of uh, I know, through SoundCloud. Uh, respect to MLB. Respect to your UK garage name as well. Massively um, UKG, yeah. Bringing back UK garage. Uh, we're loving that. Um, top stories this week, Paul. Oh, go on him. Um, Goodbye, my call me I. Goodbye, my call me I. Goodbye, my call me FBI, baby. Goodbye, uh, if... my call me baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, FBI chief James Comey confirms investigation into Trump's Russia links. Mm. Um, after more or less handing Trump the presidency in November last year by making scandalous claims about Hillary Clinton a week before the election. It seems that FBI top dog James Comey has finally let the guilt get the better of him and confirmed his agency's investigation into Trump's Russian links. In particular, the degree to which uh, the election, uh, the campaign had links to Russia during the 2016 presidential election. However, in his briefing with the White House uh, Intelligence Committee, Comey reiterated the now almost universally held opinion that there was no evidence of wiretapping of Trump Tower, <laughs> leaving the Trump administration's claims floating around like a fat kid's fart at morning assembly. Uh, <laughs> it is actually contrary to the established practice for the FBI to confirm active investigations, but since Comey threw that particular rule out the fucking window a few months back, it seems that no one really cared this time. Uh, his, his claims on wiretapping, however, fly in the face of the claims made by Sean Spicer last week. Mm. But not only was Trump t- the Trump Tower wiretapped, but that GCHQ was involved in doing it. What? what? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Spicer, Spicer was also reported to have said that he saw King Kong punch Elvis Presley in the face. That's true. That he could jump 10 metres high and eat uh-huh. five burgers uh, in 30 seconds if he wanted to, but he just didn't want to right now. Um, <laughs> Those are all true. Exactly. Uh, House Democrats have been quick to seize on the opportunity, uh, firstly to capitalise on the FBI's announcement and to remind Americans that they still exist. Uh, Adam <laughs> Schiff uh, said that if allegations against Trump were proven, it would be a shocking betrayal of democracy, using his entire 15-minute speech at the committee to outline a prosecutor- prosecutorial case, to which most people said, yeah, we get it, mate, but now ain't the time for that. It was more of a, what's your name, where'd you come from kind of thing, you know? Like, no need to flex. <laughs> uh, so. ASL, uh, mate, that's all we're after. 
Exactly, mate. <laughs> uh, next and final story this week, Paul. It's world braces for meeting of douches as Johnson schedules powwow with Bannon. Wow. I know. Um, scientists across the world are predicting an outbreak of tornadoes, volcano eruptions, earthquakes, locust swarms, and those annoying little black tick things that took over London last year. As Britain's <laughs> brigadier of bullshit, Boris Johnson, plans on meeting with America's evil premier, Steve, <laughs> punching babies is fun, Bannon. <laughs> Rumours that the meeting is to take place in a Nazi-themed disabled child sex parlour are yet to be confirmed. Early uh, indications are, however, that the menu will be dominated by vegetables washed or boiled in children's tears. Bannon's favourite. Uh, in previous <laughs> meetings... Uh, Britain's Foreign Secretary and eaten educated egotistical tough shitbag Boris Johnson is said to have got on famously with America's leading fascist advocate of the KKK <laughs> and hater of women's rights, Steve Bannon. Exactly. <laughs> having both met at the International Micro Penis Conference a year ago. <laughs> uh, both Bannon and Johnson have advocated midget throwings inclusion into the Olympics and have suggested that kicking someone in the balls is a legitimate way to win a fight. Uh, Johnson is also uh, set to meet melted supermodel Kellyanne Conway and the first ever Secretary of State to be named after a family dog, Rex Tillerson. Uh, (laughs) The meetings are to come after the recent row over wiretapping claims in which the US made a formal apology after Spicer once again let his whiny brat's mouth write a cheque neither his nor his administration's ass could cash. Uh, insiders believe that Johnson and the British delegation will be approaching talks with less clout than Frankie Dettori at a sumo match. Uh, so, those are the two stories I've chosen this week, Paul. Um, pretty big ones, to be fair. Pretty, pretty big ones. Both, both over uh, over the pond, if you will. Oh, yeah. Um, if we start with uh, Trump yeah. and Comey talking about his, his link, well, they're investigating. Yeah, is this... The What's beginning of the end, that's the question, right? It's is either it? it's either the beginning of the end or the beginning of what is gonna be a quite painful bullshit induced cover up, right? It's only going <laughs> Because it's it's pretty fucking obvious something happened. Like they would have to deliver such a concrete story just to say all of these things are purely coincidental and uh, Trump is just an innocent orange man at the centre of it all. <laughs> yeah. right? that, that's, the, it's pretty unlikely. Massive Oompa Loompa caught yeah. off guard. Yeah. Just a poor Oompa Loompa. <laughs> he was just making fudge and he just... <laughs> that's it. Or packing it or whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Is this is this the yeah. beginning um, but of if, the it's, if it's not that, then it's got to be either a really painful cover-up or, yeah, hopefully, fingers crossed. Oh, oh, get them crossed. Get them um, crossed. Cross them harder. Before we delve uh, more into this, Paul, have we got time mm. for Leader of the Free World Says? Oh, there is always time for Leader uh, of the Free World Says. And this week he says, Can you imagine what the outcry would be if at Snoop Dogg, <laughs> failing career and all, had aimed and fired the, a gun at President Obama? <laughs> Jail time! Oh um, my days. I can't so believe that, this. So that's Trump. Don, like Donald Trump's um, woken up and he's been like, Right, well... Uh, <laughs> You know, the budget's under massive, massive attack there. Don't really know what I'm going to do about health care. Uh, the walls are closing in on me uh, yeah. with regards to the whole Russia ties. What, what the fuck did Snoop Dogg do? I know what I'm <laughs> I doing just... this morning. 
And I'm not sure what the point he's trying to make is if like there would not be yeah. an outcry if um, someone else shot Obama. Yeah. Uh, or if like someone else did it, they wouldn't get jail time. I'm fairly confident if you shoot a gun at the president, you're getting mm. jail time, regardless of whether you're at Snoop Dogg or at someone else. I, like, I reckon so. I reckon so. I would have so. thought it's on the cards. And in, um, in Snoop's defence, it's not it's not necessarily Donald Trump. Have you seen have you seen the clip from his, his music video? Where he he points a gun at like a, a Trump like clown. It's basically a clown, like a mime looking kind of clown, but with an orange face that looks very much like Donald Trump with like a blonde wig. And Snoopy points a uh, points a gun at him, um, as he does, and yep. uh, he pulls the trigger, and it's just when a little flag comes out and it says "bang." That's it. Yes, <laughs> I mean it's and it's also quite different to you know yeah, actually up to pointing Trump a gun. And just pointing- <laughs> Like that's what he employed shooting him. him. That's it. That's what I read that, and I was like, "Fucking hell, what's Snooping up to?" Jeez, just shot, just shot Donald Trump in the like, face. Snoop, you're doing all right now. Leave the yeah. leave the streets behind, dude. Come on. <laughs> uh. So great, another uh, you know wonderful bit of uh, diversionary masterstrokes. Oh, from, from Donald genius, Trump. genius. Um, but if we go back to the whole kind of um, mm. investigating Russia, Comey, 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 uh, my homie. And also, um, you know, uh, us as Brits. I mean, we've oh. got we've got to, we've got to address the bloody GCHQ shaped fucking elephant in the room, haven't we? I think the fact that they're probably bringing be, us yeah. into it. Um, we haven't done anything, guys. Honestly, but um, that all came from from sort of Sean Spicer mm. uh, at, at a, um, a sort of press conference, so or his daily press briefing. So I've got to clip of that, Paul. Oh, um, so let's listen to that, shall we? Last on Fox News on March 14th, Judge Andrew Napolitano made the following statement, quote, three intelligence sources have been informed Fox News. The President Obama went outside the chain of command. He didn't use the NSA. He didn't use the CIA. He didn't use the FBI. And he didn't use the Department of Justice. He used GCHQ. What is that? It's the initials for the British Intelligence Spying Agency. Uh, wow. So simply by having two people saying to them, President needs transcripts of conversations involving candidate Trump's conversations involving President-elect Trump, he's able to get it, and there's no American, uh, American fingerprints on this. So, uh, wow. that's, that's, he, so that's Spicer pointing the he finger. Doesn't and, like, uh, it's, not, it's not like a subtle wall. It might have been GCHQ no. or it might have been uh, the Brits. Like That's a pretty concrete fucking, he heard <laughs> and it also, GCHQ. We, let me just explain what that is. And also, uh, the, um, the guy, that, the sort of source he's referring to is a guy called Judge Andrew Napolitano. Um, he, he, he was kind of quoted there in his, almost like in his capacity as a judge when really all he is is a fucking political commentator for Fox News and uh, yeah he once was a judge but he's not like this. he didn't say anything like that and he's, he's, he's a big fan judge of conspiracy theories yeah, he's, yeah exactly who's, Fox who's, News who's, is Judge Judy who's our um, guy now we have a judge Judge Rindle or something like that he was on the dancing show I don't watch exactly. he's but one yeah, of these guys one of these and he, so he just turns up on Fox News and that's 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 what the government source is is just some you know commentator some twat uh, on Fox Fox. News which is pretty worrying Ah. like that this is like you know how they generate their sort of or how they collect their information it would seem uh, and how they conduct their kind of uh, you know press sort of affairs generally it would seem is just repeating you know (laughs) selected lines from commentators and right wing news stations but um Slightly to those ends, uh, I've got another little clip for you, Paul. Um, oh, well, it's like. actually again from Sean Spicer, but it's uh, slightly it. earlier on in uh, in that in that daily press briefing. So let's take a listen to that, shall we? Let's do it. 
all we're doing is literally reading off what other stations and people have reported. <laughs> so, oh God, you can fucking hear them laughing at it. Exactly. So that's, all uh, we're doing is we're literally repeating word for word <laughs> verbatim what we've heard on other stations. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the fucking problem, sure, mate. That's the problem. That's the problem. Um, that's, that's where you're going wrong. You don't have to room. do that. <laughs> You've literally got an FBI. That's yours. <laughs> everyone in the room, as you as you point out, does seem to recognise that. That that is the problem. Oh. Um, once again, uh, they, they they seem to be oblivious oblivious to it. But um, so we've got um, we've got we've got the FBI now looking into Trump's Russia links. What? Still, there's no contact. There's no evidence of wiretapping. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Congress is going to end up having a look at that, but. Um, I guess now. I mean, this is Trump Watch. I forgot to call it that. But this is Trump Watch Four. Maybe by Trump Watch, I don't know. Eight. Yeah. We could be like impeachment. Who knows? <laughs> oh, I'd like to think that Trump Watch Ten is going to be a, a prison special. That would be lovely. Behind the <laughs> bars with Donald Trump. All right. Tonight on Trump Watch. <laughs> <laughs> prison time. Um, final story uh, of these Paul this mm. week, and it's it's the scheduled meeting that's going to take place between Boris Johnson. And um, bloody Steve Bannon! Wow, what a meeting of the fucking minds that is! Goodness gracious! Bojo and Bozo of the far right coming together. Beautiful. Goodness me! Is that not worrying? Should we not be worried? Yeah, that's um, that's, de- that's definitely worth a worry, right? I mean, and and also the fact that um, someone that that. It just discredits us so much, doesn't it? Oh, we are pathetic, <laughs> as a, as a aren't nation. we? What a snivelling bunch of little bitches we are. We're basically, okay. it almost feels as if we're apologising that America just made up some shit about us. Like We're like, yeah. we are so sorry, that's not true. Yeah. We are just really sorry. I just, we didn't even know Sean was going to say that. Um, oh. Can you just imagine the it's kind of really things that they're going to talk about oh, as well? God, what are they going to chat about? A lot of what are they going to talk? It's going to be a lot. Exactly, of, it's going to be a lot of so jokes about racism. Loads of jokes about pickaninnies. You know, oh, like God, Boris yeah. Johnson pickaninnies and school. watermelon smiles. I think was another oh. phrase they used. Um, they, I'm not surprised that they are fucking, you know, brothers in arms. Oh, um, it's it's a near guarantee that they're going to fuck though. Surely, I, mean, I think they probably will. They will I think it'll be inside just, the first five minutes, mate. Oh, you know, I think um, they'll just get massive white power hard-ons for each other yeah you mate i can predict it already they'll just mm. walk they'll walk into the room they'll walk up to each other look each other in the eye and both literally in unison will just grab each other's balls yeah just like, like that like draw just do and some then, really angry kissing yeah exactly oh. it's bound to happen <laughs> um sorry viewers. i don't know if there's much more we can say about that story to be honest with you mate there's not much more be... if you we want to say about that story no. to be honest um, it's too but... horrific yeah. Men having some of the worst kind of lovemaking imaginable. <laughs> exactly that. Uh, but just time, if we, if you may, for a parallel universe story of the week. Oh, let's do it. Um, so, parallel universe story of the week: uh, Disunited States of Krapistan <laughs> removes unpredictable leader from political office after it is decided that self-evident character flaws represent too much of a security risk. Oh, um, oh if only. Yeah. <laughs> um, those crazy fuckers in that parallel universe. Oh, mad bastards. On this day in history, Paul. Oh, yeah. Uh, last week was the 12th of March, mm-hmm. and the oh, theme was, was celebrity drug busts. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you remember, the options were... Um, Go for it. On 12th of March 1967... 
an ounce of heroin and 58 needles was found in Janice Joplin's house. Oh, yeah. Uh, 12th of March, 90, or fact number two is in 1969, mm-hmm. 120 cannabis joints were found <laughs> in George Harrison's house. <laughs> or fact number three was in 2014, half a weed brownie and seven dildos were found in Craig <laughs> David's house. Um, so that's... Uh, and I think you went for Janice Joplin. Yeah, I think um, I went Joppers. Went joppers and the Skag. Uh, joppers and Skag, 58 needles. And the answer was, in fact... 120 cannabis joints at George Harrison. No way! Um, what an insane number of what joints a to be. Stupid number of joints, but um, yeah, that's wow. And it was at his house. What in was he doing? London Obviously, rolling town. loads. I don't know what he was doing. It, didn't, it never. It doesn't explain why he had so many pre-rolled joints. I don't know what that, what, what prompted that, but apparently there was a man called Pilger or Pilfer, Pilcher, an inspector, who uh, had busted Mick Jagger, Eric Clapton, and John Lennon. Oh, what a uh, cunt. And had focused on the Rolling Stones generally. Uh, and, and he picked up uh, George Harrison as part of that celebrity drug bust sort of series, if you like. So, uh, Wowzers. Yeah, so that's Pilch. Pilch and uh, his... Hun- but he does, there's no explanation for the 120 joints, unfortunately. Just um, just has a shitload of joints. It may shitloads be a- of joints. They do that for parties or something. I don't have that much weed or friends, so... But still, why would you just... There's going to be a day when someone's rolling up, like, you know, all Mm. these joints. What are you doing today? Rolling joints. Oh, right. He probably had Aladdin, probably paid him a couple of quid or something. Some little boy. (laughs) Where's my joint, boy? Where's my joint? Where's my my joint, rolling boy? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, uh, (laughs) this week is the 20th of March, and the theme is... Previously believed reasons for the outbreak of bubonic plague in Europe. Oh wow! Um, so these wow. one of these is a was was previously believed to have been a reason for the outbreak of bubonic plague, as in around the time they thought mm. this was the reason. They thought um, this might be an actual thing at the, at yeah, the time. Yeah, it's probably okay. been disproved since. But um, the options are in 1340. So this is on this day as well. So it's on the 20th yeah. of March. Um, in 1342. A child known as the Rat Baby was born in <laughs> modern-day Hungary, which is thought to have started the plague. Uh, or in, 19, in 1344, an earthquake hit Central Europe, which was thought to have allowed the devil to rise from hell and spread the plague. Or in 1345, Saturn, Jupiter and Mars were brought into alignment, which was thought to have started the plague. <sighs> so that's uh, a child being born as Rat Baby... As the rat baby in 1342, <laughs> an earthquake releasing the devil in 1344, hmm. or the alignment of Saturn, Jupiter, and Mars in 1345. I mean, they're all ridiculous, but but yeah, and one plausible. of them was yeah, one plausible. of them was believed to have started the plague. At the there's time. A, there's an air of truth to all of them, if I'm if I'm honest. Oh, I don't think I'm I've, I'm going to rule out the earthquake one straight away. Get out. Release, releasing the devil. Nah. Get out. Go on. Go Get on. Out. Get out. Get out. Get so out of my house, m- Oscar. You're not welcome here anymore. Just get out. Get God. out. God. Uh, <laughs> so I don't think it's... I don't think it's the earthquake. I, um, uh, what was the other one? There was Rat Baby. And what was Rat the... Rat Baby uh, and... Oh, and due, the alignment of planets. Yeah, planets. So for a long time, people have believed... That type of bollocks, aren't they? But is that did we did we know about planets lining up back then? This is just my own gross ignorance. People at home I are probably know. like, yeah. "Yes, of course, <laughs> of course, um, of course we did." Why do I listen to this show? <laughs> Wankers, <laughs> idiots. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't know. No, you're fucking wrong, mate. 
I don't think we knew about that then. So, like any sane man, I'm going for the rat baby. Rat baby. Because um, that's the most that's the most delightful. That's the one I most want to <laughs> I think we all do. <laughs> uh, Mossy goes for rat baby. Answers next week. The... The Moss Report! Uh, this week on The Moss Report. In a world divided by hate and fear, one country had decided to put it all on the line. This spring, be sure to see the horrors as Great Britain is forced at gunpoint to enter the Brexit Chamber. Brexit. As the pound plummets to an all-time low, as education is taken back 40 years, and as society turns in on itself as the result of a ridiculous fucking question it wasn't qualified to answer, all hell reigns supreme. But one man has stepped forward from the shadows to lead us unto the light, and that man is... Oh, bollocks, it's Tony Blair, isn't it? No, Tony Blair... <laughs> Anthony J. Blair. Um, now, by all sensible metrics, uh, he was an excellent Prime Minister. Uh, under New Labour, we saw a booming economy, a huge rise in the numbers of teachers and nurses, peace in Northern Ireland, and a series of social schemes like the Sure Start programme for new parents, uh, which made life nicer and easier and less shitty than we thought it could be. However, right at the end of his tenure, he became friends with an American called George. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. And that's where it went downhill. Now together, with their shared love for an imaginary man in the sky, they decided that what the world needed was a shambolic war in the Middle East that resulted in the deaths of over a million Iraqis. And because of that, no matter how much sense he speaks on any issues, it makes it very fucking hard to listen to. Tony Blair could say that the sky was blue and you'd need to go outside to check. So unfortunately, when he says very sensible things regarding Brexit, no matter how eloquently put, the people who most need to listen, i.e. Brexiteers, just are not going to. Now, Blair was on Andrew Marr's show this past Sunday talking about Brexit putting forward sensible points regarding the almost impossible complexities of negotiating a post-Brexit deal that delivers, as was promised and is still promised, shockingly enough by David Davis, a deal that will be as good or better than the current arrangement we have as a member of the European Union. Highlighting that despite immigration being the biggest driving factor behind Brexit, for not only will numbers not fall, but that in order to have any form of success, by the government's own findings, we need immigration from Europe to remain at current rates. The long and short of what Tony Blair delivered is exactly what most sensible people want to hear, and that is that on the back of a bunch of fucking lies, on the back of a question that shouldn't have been asked, we are risking our standards of living. And we are doing so for no tangible benefits and being led by people who are totally fucking clueless. But Blair, as I said, comes with a history of lies and war. (laughs) Instantly turns off 70% of people. Uh, The same has been true for nearly all of the people who have spoken the most sense about the pitfalls of a hard Brexit. Hesseltine, Major, Clark and a swathe of other former politicians have all put forward insightful, measured arguments for putting an end to Theresa May's obsessive determination to exit the EU no matter the cost. And... Don't get me wrong, 
it's it's great to hear. It's glad that someone's putting forward those arguments, especially given the enormous vacuum this nation has in the place of an effective opposition. But my big question and my my kind of concern is this. Where's the wave of, like, future politicians? Where are the new voices? Unlike any other time in recent political history, the majority of us are drastically unrepresented. You have a hard-right Prime Minister pushing for a hard Brexit, and a hard-left leader of the opposition pushing for a hard Brexit, and the regular people who just want to work hard, look after our families, and not have to put up with a bunch of hate-filled racist bullshit have no one, apart from Tony Blair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is a Moss Report, and we need a hero. We need a hero. Ah, ah. And his name should be Tony Blair. Oh yeah. yeah. Um yeah, shame that T B carrying the He's torch. like the boy. Like the trouble is though, like I tell you, I tell you how I, what kinda of led me to this. I saw my old man on a on Sunday morning and he was like, Did you hear Blair? <laughs> like just seething, seething bleeding at the eyes. <laughs> that monster. Have you heard him? And I thought, fucking hell, what's Blair said? So I thought I'd check it out. So I listened to what he said and I was just like, Well that is incredibly sensible and measured. What yeah. a smart thing. Like you know, but people who aren't idiots like, should just listen just, to that and be like, "That's sensible." But no, you know, can't you hear can't, it. You can't, bruv. It's like if 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 man was like in year seven, man gets yeah. his you know trousers pulled down, everyone sees his cock. You get me? When he's that in year eleven, right. you can't take him seriously. It doesn't matter. That's right. It doesn't yeah. matter. Time has passed. Memories Time don't fade. Passed. The yeah. trouble is, right, is we saw Tony Blair's cock in it. Everyone see bare man seen his cock, and it ain't nice. Like, getting like pretty. The, zip, the zips up, but the dick's still out, bruv. <laughs> it's one of them ones. But, um, zips up, dicks out. <laughs> zips up, <laughs> Willie's out. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it is uh, a shame. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I... with with like Ken Clark and sort of Hazeltine and stuff, I feel mm. less loathsome about them in a way. But oh, yeah. um, especially Ken Clark, I quite like Ken Clark. He's but, a boy, isn't he? He's yeah. a boy. Hazeltine, you know, was, I think, that, and they, they all seem really nice and measured now. Yeah, but um, I and they just shame sort of, they were. Not like that when they actually had power. But. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but is Tony Blair really going to sort of, you know, no, sweep back into politics? I mean, he just nah. can't. He just he's can't. just he, he's just way too toxic. Yeah, you know, and he, you know, and like he does, a fine orator. You got to, you know, whatever your feelings on the man, you got to give him that fine orator. Put together just really good message. He just needs he needs to coach someone. Yeah, that's what he needs. He needs to take Gary Lineker under his arms and say, look, you've got you've got the people in the palm of your hand, Lineker. Yeah, exactly. Me and you. <laughs> Me. You and that guy from the uh, who does the chicken shop sort of reviews, like yeah. um, bring it together, just whew, synergize, synergize, guys, synergize and heal. This week, I sat down for an exclusive Gristle Digest one-to-one with Dutch far-right politician Geert Wilders following his loss in the recent Dutch election. Mr. Wilders, thanks for joining me. Now, your party suffered a humiliating loss in last week's Dutch election. Did you think things were always going to end so badly for you? Yeah, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. I sort of knew uh, when I came here and uh, a great experience. uh, And to experience at home. Losing at home. uh, It's one of the reasons I came. So, uh, safe to say that you enjoyed being the underdog. Um... 
Do you think that there will ever be a place for your retarded brand of shithead hatred in mainstream politics? I say, uh, I think we, we are not just uh, what you call underdogs, okay. but massive underdogs. Mm. I think there is no expectations. Hmm. Uh, everything is there for a surprise. Uh, we have nothing to lose. So we go into the game nice and relaxed. Enjoy the experience. Okay, now, Mr. Wilders, as we've pointed out many times before on this show, you have the stupid face of an 80s pop star. I mean, just how do you respond to that? Yeah, I, uh, it, it, I, of course. Uh, it is nothing new. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Now, what are your thoughts on equality? And where would you say is the worst place for Holland to be right now? I, in Europe mm. and it will be good for our players to play against that quality against because equality anything after that may be a little easier oh, okay um, and just finally um, do you have any plans to put your balls in Nigel Farage's mouth uh, we will see on the night oh. uh, some people I'm sorry okay gear builders thank you very much What happened next, Paul? Oh, yeah. Um, this week, just two questions for you this week. Go on, him. Um, and the theme is American football commentators. Um, so that's that's like NFL American football, mm. not like American soccer or anything like that. So um, it's it's And it's classic what happened next. It's not what happened before. Oh, nice. Or what happens tangentially or anything like I that. I can't handle these classic. meta what happens. It was, too, it was Those are hard. Those are way difficult. So <laughs> this is kind of standard. Awesome. Um, so here we go. So Let's this is uh, I, this is just from a game. I don't know anything about these guys or who the commentators are. I just found these guys. So let's let's take a listen, shall let's we? Have a listen. Face mask. You're ripping the gear right off his head, grabbing the face oh mask. Oh my god! I mean, how can you not call that? That's a flagrant one. And Todd Blythe, in spite <laughs> of all of that, makes the catch. I mean, that is a tough guy. That is a focused guy. How yeah. do you miss the fact that that? I mean, he's got a poke in the eye as well. They wow. So. So it ter- it seems as though a gentleman has had the face mm. mask of his helmet sort of torn off. Torn right of off. Violent tackle, and the commentator is taking umbrage with it. Well, of course seriously. he has. How do you um, not? What happens next? It sort of ends on they poked him in the eye, and they and he's about to say something else. What happened next? Right, I think I know this actually. I think uh, the chap okay. talking was uh, Chad Floggington. Um, and he was talking about um, Delroy Regieras from the uh, new Houston Rocketeers. I know pretty, I know pretty much about everything about American sports. Um, right. And I believe nice. What happened next was, um, I think, I think the Undertaker comes out and hits one of them with a steel chair. It's close. That's what I think. Happens. It's close. It's more. It's more. I'll give you another go. go it's him. more. What he he more kind of. Tries to describe what he feels happened to the footballer. Oh, does he? So, is he like? Does does he massively like? It's like he's been murdered in the face type thing. Like goes very close. That's very close. Oh, murdered! He's close. Murdered in the face. 
going, I'll, I'll, I'll yield because I'll, I'll just guess loads of things that are close. <laughs> okay, I'll give you half a point for that. Go on, I'll, then. I'll give you half a point for I'm that. I'm doing all right. I'm on a okay. roll here. <laughs> let's, uh, let's take a listen to the answer, shall we? Let's do it. How do you miss the fact that that, I mean, he's got a poke in the eye as well. They face rape <laughs> and there's no fire. <laughs> so, <laughs> the answer is they face raped him. I definitely wouldn't have got that. <laughs> and I mean, no they flag. raped him right in the damn face. <laughs> so that's what they did. He's to trying him. to play um, ball. He's got a cock in his mouth. He didn't want it there. It's an emotional sport, apparently. It's face rape. It's it, what so it is. Jesus. That's what happened. Fucking um, hell. So yeah, apparently grievous, wow. gre- egregious crime committed well, against that person. But it sounds yeah. Like, um, Violent sport, violent sport. Um, next question, Paul. It's another. It's another clip from from a commentator in awesome. an American football match, um, and that's the extent to how much I can really <laughs> say about it. <laughs> um, so ahead. let's <laughs> so let's take a little listen, shall we? On catching the football, they want to use their body. It's just a natural instinct as a human being, but you've got to learn to be able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard and stiff. Your hands are are, are tinder and they can move and caress the ball <laughs> so wow. he kind of gets into it there oh, talking gets, about uh, um catching the ball uh, he gets into it it's, it's basically from the time if he says the word ball yeah. you know that there's there's a little freudian trigger that goes off in his mind and he is just off on a, yeah, on a it's, homoerotic right. tangent <laughs> yeah well you know and, um, the ball's in your it's sort of in your hand and with him sort of you know, just throbbing there. The veins are there. It's oh, it's just so, dropping down. You want to get your mouth around that bit. So who's up next? Uh... <laughs> well, the the clip ends on someone else is about to respond. I think his fellow commentator is about to respond to that. So what happens next? Do you think? What do you think the fellow commentator responds with? I, I would say that you are entirely on the right lines. Yeah, I mean, surely he just got to be called on being a a big hom. Basically, <laughs> uh, it's the NFL, so I'm not guessing there's going to be like a. Hey, that's I'll, that's I'll great gi- that you're in. You know that you're not ashamed okay, of your you, sexuality. It's going to be. I'll give you a half a point for that. I'll give you a half a point for that because because it's the kind of one where I was sort of hoping for the exact words and oh. you'll, you'll hear why. But I'll give you half a point. So you've got one point in total this week. It's going to be along the lines of you're a fag, dude. <laughs> um, let's take a listen, shall we? Let's do it. Your hands are, are are tender and they can move and caress the ball. <laughs> that's that's kind of that's kind of gay, but hey, close. <laughs> Four is down and nine. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like one of the kids from South Park. Who's good? Hold that good. And then dogs the, 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 in a way, the best bit is the sort of really awkward pause yeah. afterwards. And then he's just back <laughs> into it. Well, back that's, uh, into the clip. That's oh, sorry, pretty gay the there, don't you think, Ted? <laughs> so, so well, that's now about so, That's so amazing. Half a point for you there, mate. So I'm a I'm a solid that. point off of that. Solid point, man. This week, what happened next? Go on, so, joint best score. Joint best score. Well done. Go on. <laughs> Somebody to slam, y'all. Slam. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. <laughs> He's a big man. He was in big man. man. Uh, Absolutely. Um, 
no reason for that reference there. I don't know why we brought that in. But uh, first <laughs> of four headlines that we will toss at each other this week. Uh, your first one is, of course, from the Daily Express. And the headline one. reads, Paul, mm-hmm. robot police officers will soon replace humans. Oh, fuck. Um, <laughs> Warn- you've been warned. Um, just as soon as they can make AI advance enough for racial profiling. Sad <laughs> uh, <laughs> true. And I think um, they already have, haven't they? In a way, like on Twitter, didn't they have like a Twitter bot? That sort yeah, of and then it just racist. Yeah, it just became racist because of the the toxic environment that is Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, if they can do that on Twitter, they can make a robot like that too. Don't say Absolutely. It's not possible. Yeah. Hey, dream, dream big, kids. Dream, dream big. big. Dream big. Um, right, first one for you, and this is from uh, the Telegraph. Oh yeah. Um, monster chicken wows the internet. <laughs> oh. Um, the bird's Michael Gove impression has left many stunned. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) So that's uh, what they would talk about in the Telegraph as well, I imagine. Um, The next one for you, Paul, is from the Limerick Leader. So it is now. um, The headline reads... What have we got? FF candidate insists he didn't intend on being racist towards Chinese community. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> so, uh... I, I wasn't racist to the Chinese. <laughs> no, wasn't I didn't even... I, I wouldn't do that. He's resisting <laughs> it. Um, uh, where was he... What, what so was he FF again, sorry? Candidate. Uh, I don't FF candidate. The FF or a, par- a political party, I think. <laughs> Um, the, the FF candidate regrets FF candidate uh, stealing did. his memoirs from an old Father Ted episode because that happens oh, in Father Ted. Oh, really? Oh. Are you racist now, Ted? Oh, I hear you're racist now. What? Yeah, he like he offends the Chinese, and then oh, they come to apologise, and he's waving, and there's a perfect black square of dirt, so he looks like he's Hitler. Oh yeah, I remember that one. I remember that it's one. It's fucking genius. How have oh. they missed that in Limerick? Those, yeah, those that, that's a fucking. Graham Linnean and uh, Arthur Matthews, who they should, wrote Father Ted, they should fucking sue this guy yeah. for for blatantly stealing their storylines. Yeah, he the made fuck? his life their story. That's such yeah. theft, really. Yes, yeah, um, so I I remember the whole Chinese racism uh, incident. <laughs> I just thought I'd do it myself. But it was the week after we had that new that new milkman in place who put a bomb on the milk truck, and uh, my friend got lost in the ladies' bra section. <laughs> He's just stealing Father Ted plots. Bullshit. It is. It is. Bullshit. Anyway, bullshit. Uh, next up for you, and this is from a favourite publication of uh, not just myself, but many people, and it's from uh, Heating and Plumbing Monthly. Oh. Um, prosecutors step up pressure on vibration injuries. No. Oh. Um, uh, prosecutors step up Move comes after fourth board housewife in a week is hospitalised after fucking her pipes whilst the kids were at school. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the next one for you, Paul, is from yeah. the Lusaka Times. Uh, oh, the Lusaka Times. Lusaka Times in Zambia, and uh, the headline reads: "I can't do. I can't do a Zambian. I can't do. <laughs> I, I feel like it should be like Desmond Tutu, but I can't do." Yes, sir. Um, <laughs> the headline reads: "Fight for fairness and justice, but not for equality." Oh fuck! Um, Fair enough. And it's an odd headline. Um, yeah, it's exhortative. But, um, oh. We want a fairness and justice, but maybe not equality. Not equality. Um, no, no. Um, <laughs> so fight for fairness and justice, but not equality. Not for equality. Fuckers. Um, 
uh, Marvel's new Brexit themed superhero movies uh, <laughs> doesn't go down well with critics. Oh, <laughs> Save them. Not all of them. Not everyone. Uh, <laughs> not the, uh, well, we're not going to say who, but... Uh, I don't say, uh, but, you know, Big Nose? Yeah, uh, the Big Nose one with maybe. the hijab on. Yeah, that, that, one, that one. Maybe um, we leave Huh? Unbelievable. Maybe we leave Um. Right. Next one for you, and this is from High Times UK, which is, like, oh, yeah, a nice. magazine for, like, stoners. It comes nice. out, like, when they can't be bothered. In it. Uh, Two or three times a year, whatever. <laughs> Um, but a revelation in the marijuana world doctor's orders put marijuana in your butt don't smoke it Ooh. Um doctor's theory entirely expected given that he is known for speaking out of his ass. Uh, wee, wee. <laughs> you stupid doctor take that um, just put it up your butt maybe, next... maybe, put, maybe put it up my butt next mm-hmm. one for you Paul I think it's the last one actually it's, last um, one yeah it's from the Guardian Classic, um, classic bookend to the section. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the, cl- the, the classic bookend to the Express's front end, if you like. Um, uh, Muppet with autism to teach children about disorder. <laughs> Oddly sensationalist headline for The Guardian, <laughs> I would is. say. Yeah, somewhat of an open goal for me. There's only one man I can turn to. Big time. <clears throat> so Muppet with autism to teach uh, to children. To teach children about disorder. About disorder. Um but of course, that's no way to talk about Michael Gove's new in- new, <laughs> new education initiative. <laughs> You've got to go Gove. You've got to go, go give, give the people what they want. Yeah. And uh, people want Michael Gove. They do. They just want him. They just don't know it as much. You as know, they, ladies, yeah. uh, ladies want to be with him. Men want to be him. Yeah. Damn Kids want to grow up to be near him, kind of. <laughs> but uh, only within a uh, hundred yards because of the whole court thing. Um, oh, pesky court. Hey, that's not fair. Just because he looks like a paedophile. Yeah. And he probably is a paedophile. That doesn't mean that I can just say he's a paedophile because he might yeah. not be. Allegedly. Yeah. And why is it all right for people to run around chasing Pokemon Go's, but if you run around chasing kids and you try and bum them, then it's a problem? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's like, it's just typical typical leftards. Left snowflakes getting uh, getting triggered. <sighs> Unbelievable. As they do. The cucks. Um, right, last one for you. And this is from... The Peterborough Telegraph. <laughs> Peterborough. I love it. <laughs> good old. I love Peterborough. Good old. The Borough of Peters. Yeah. Hello, I'm Peter. This is my <laughs> borough. Peterborough. Yeah. We're all called Peter here. Oh. Um, right, and this is uh, the headline from the uh, from the Peterborough Telegraph. Uh, Underestimate the PM at your peril. Oh, under- underestimate the PM at your peril, mm-hmm. says the Peterborough Telegraph. Um... Theresa May looks to defend her title as Peterborough's strongest man. Um, <laughs> That's good. She uh, nearly lost the owner of Peterborough's biggest cock last well, year, didn't she? Yeah, uh, but she is, you know, reigning champion. So um, she held on. She held on. She got massive dick. So fair play to her. Exactly that. Um, and the results are in, Paul. Um, oh. And you'll be glad to know that um, a 2.5% swing, particularly in the marginal constituency of, Na- of Nuneaton. Has meant that you've won this week, Paul, by uh, 214 seats in Parliament to my Thank 195. You. There were actually 80 Thank odd you. abstainers. Um, but you know, well done, well done. Um, um, who knows? Maybe future elections will be decided on a sub-editor slam kind of basis. Um, it would make sense. I don't know what to say. Yeah. I um, 
Thank you. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Um, we did it. We did, <laughs> did it. it. Um, and that brings this week's show to a oh, close. Um, thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, follow us on Twitter at ChristopherDigest. Um, do subscribe on SoundCloud and YouTube. I'll try and put some mm-hmm. videos up. Uh, let us know what you think. ChristopherDigest at gmail.com or just hit us up on Twitter as well. Um, we always like hearing what you think. Um, catch you next time. Ta-da! Peace.